from high atop his mountain of index cards and tournament brackets, this is The Joy of Booking, a fantasy booking podcast. Here's your host, DC Matthews. Thank you, Brandon Banks, and welcome back to The Joy of Booking. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Uh, thank you for joining me. I know what you're saying. You're saying, hey, wait, wait, whoa, hold on. It's not Tuesday. This is not the usual day for the Joy of Booking podcast. This is not the usual day uh, for the tag team tournament edition of the Corona Cup. What gives? Well, I'll tell you what gives, my friends. I have had this idea percolating in my brain for a week or two. And I got to the point where I needed to start recording or forget about this idea. And so here I am. Uh, I just had my first day of work. It was lovely. Thank you for asking. Um, but since SummerSlam, and since I know there's a draft coming up, in fact, it's going to happen, I think it starts in about 90 minutes, if I'm being honest, uh, I've been starting to think about WrestleMania, because of course I have, you know who you're talking to, and I've been starting to think about what it could look like. Now, that is an important distinction that I want to make here, what it could look like. Oftentimes, I try to anticipate what WrestleMania will look like or what it should look like, but I rarely go into what it could look like. Despite the fact that this is the Joy of Booking podcast, I understand that I don't do a whole lot of actual booking in terms of the fantasy booking type thing. I do tournaments. I make brackets. I should have called it the Joy of Brackets. Um, I, you know, let randomness dictate some things. Uh, but in terms of trying to to create something and and bring it to completion, I don't often do that. And the reason why is very simple. It's very hard. Even when you're playing with ideas that are completely your own, it is very difficult to to take something like that um, to the end. Now, I could do a single episode in which I just said, hey, this is what I want WrestleMania to look like. I want Bo Dallas and Bray Wyatt to both come back, defeat the Usos and the New Day in a triple threat match, and, you know, win the tag team titles. That'd be great. Uh, But I'm thinking broader here. What I'm thinking is I want to take us from now... September-ish, 2021. And I want to do what I hope, as I mentioned last week on DDT Wrestling, which was the Pop Job Show, 
what I hope the WWE Brain Trust is doing. I want to take us knowing where I want to go at WrestleMania in eight months. WrestleMania is eight months away. Knowing where I want to go, I want to get us there. So I essentially want to do eight months worth of fantasy booking to try to get us from here to the WrestleMania that I want to see. And that's what I think I'm going to do with these episodes is rather than think about it on my own, I get frustrated, I get distracted, I get bored. I'm going to make it a podcast and I'm going to make it a conversation. And sure, I hope for feedback, but I also want this to be what I want to see. And so I wrote down a couple of days ago, I wrote down some matches. Um, I don't know if I'll go with all of those. I don't know if I'll do something different, but I am, I'm thinking about it and I'm going, all right. And it's been percolating in my mind since I came up with this idea. And when I did the draft episode last week, part, that was there was part of that there. How do I get people from here to there and everywhere to get to the matches I want to see? And it is hard. We give WWE a lot of crap, deservedly so, um, for what we consider to be a lack of quality booking. But I will say, just in, in the thinking of it, asking them to do that is hard. Especially with all the variables, dealing with networks and investors and talent. It's hard. Uh, I'm going to take all that out and just try to get to the show I want to see. Um and just book that. And even that, I think, is going to be hard. So, let's set up some rules before I begin. Because this is, I think, I can't imagine this is going to be, you know, 100 episodes. Although I have considered, you want to know where I got a lot of these ideas? This is the first time I've recorded this. But sometimes, no. I, I envisioned this conversation um, while falling asleep last night. Uh, so, and in, in my head, I was like, hey, if I can do it, if I can get myself to WrestleMania with the card that I want to see, maybe I'll keep going from there. You know, if I can book in the next couple months, because I do think this is going to take a while, uh, and get to a WrestleMania that I'm happy with. Maybe I'll go from WrestleMania to SummerSlam. Um, regardless. So, let's set up some ground rules. Ground rule number one, I'm not going to do every single show. I'm not going to do Raw or SmackDown even. I'm just talking about pay-per-views. Now, there will be some times in which um, there will need to be bits and pieces that incorporate Raws and SmackDowns. But I don't want to book 40 weeks of television. Nobody should want to do that. I'm going to book the pay-per-views. Um, 
and I've written them down here. And to be honest, we don't know what all the pay-per-views are. We know that Extreme Rules is in September. Uh, I have seen from two different websites that Clash of Champions is in October, followed by Survivor Series, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And you have heard me on these podcasts talk about how dumb it is to have a pay-per-view called Clash of the Champions in which all the titles are defended and then have Survivor Series and on Survivor Series the champions clash with each other. But I digress. Uh, TLC is usually in December. Uh, They're doing some pay-per-view called WWE Day One. I didn't even think about the gosh darn Royal Rumble. I'm going to have to factor that in. Uh, I knew about the Rumble, obviously. It plays a part in my plans here, but when I listed the pay-per-views, it's not on the list for 2022. Um, But we'll have to consider that. And then actually maybe that will help because usually they do a pay-per-view a month. Uh, WrestleMania is on April 3rd. So hypothetically, because right now February is usually Elimination Chamber. And then March is um, some random pay-per-view. Fastlane. Maybe that's what that one would be. Uh, So I don't know whether or not I'll do all of those. We'll have to see. Yeah, Fastlane was last year. And I suppose that makes sense. Um, so one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Now there's nine pay-per-views. Like I said, very hard. Uh, so that's ground rule number one. I'm going to book the pay-per-views, I think, or at least I'll, I'll be using those as guideposts. Um, God, I just got that wave of like, this is too big of a task. You're not going to finish it. Don't record this. Just stop, stop, stop. And yet I persevere. Um, so that's rule number one. Using the pay-per-views, addressing Raws and SmackDowns as they fit into our uh, thing. Um, number two. What other guide rule lines did I have? I felt like I had other ones. Uh, I will use prior WrestleManias. As a, um, sorry, I have to minimize my window because I'm just looking at stuff. Uh, it appears as if WrestleMania is going to back to one night in 2022. I think that's dumb. I think it should be two nights. Mine is going to be two nights. I don't need every member of the roster included in WrestleMania, but I think there's enough going on where you need two nights of show. So mania is going to be a two nighter. Uh, And I'll make sure to have a reasonable number of matches based on historical context and based on how many matches they've had the last couple of years. Um, I swear I had other guidelines that I was, Oh, uh, I am going to be booking realistically but not sticking so much to realism. What does that mean? Right now, Bray Wyatt is not employed with the WWE. Uh, 
it probably would make sense for me. I could very easily come up with a story in which he comes back. Uh, I could come up with a story in which Adam Cole is on a roster. And as we go, if Adam Cole shows up tonight on Raw or he shows up in a couple weeks, uh, then that will impact things. But what I'm doing here is I'm not saying, oh, all of a sudden, from his prime, Dean Malenko emerges. 95-96 Dean Malenko, the guy who was the number one in the PWI 500, shows up. That's a different kind of fantasy booking that I'm not doing on this show. I'm going to use the WWE rosters for the most part as currently constituted. Um, however, if, for example, uh, you know, a wrestler, I don't even want to say a name. I don't want to tempt fate. If a wrestler, male or female, goes down with a very serious injury, Bailey, for example, I could put Bailey in a storyline. Because by WrestleMania, she'd be healthy. Um, if a wrestler goes down in three weeks, and I've already started booking them, I may honor the injury and change my plans. I may not, if I really like the story I've been thinking of. So, I'm going to be realistic, but I'm not agreeing to stick exactly to reality as we currently see it. If I want to come up with a way to get carrying Cross to win the universal title, despite the fact that he's dressed like a gladiator, I reserve the right to do that. All right, we're to, I, we've been talking for 14 minutes. I haven't even started yet. I need to start at the top. I need to start with the two matches that I want to see for the two large, the two biggest male titles, the universal title and the WWE title. Uh, the Universal title from SmackDown, I think we know where I'm going to go with this. Uh, Big E versus Roman. Despite the fact that people like Eddie McCabe say that the best story is Jey Uso, I don't want to write that story. I don't want to write a story in which an Uso main events WrestleMania. I want it to be Big E. I want this to last until WrestleMania. I don't know if it will. I was convinced he was going to cash in at SummerSlam. That was part of the reason why this started to percolate. And then I want my universal title match. The current champion is Bobby Lashley. I don't want him to be champion. I want this match. Champion, Brock Lesnar versus the challenger, Kevin Owens. Those are the two matches that I want to be headlining the male portion of my WrestleMania card. So now I need to figure out how do I get there from here? Well, the first part starts tonight. Because right now, Kevin Owens is not on the Raw roster. I could, let me just tell you this right now, uh, Kevin Owens is going to win the Royal Rumble. In fact, the final two participants of the Royal Rumble will be Kevin Owens and Big E. Um, Kevin Owens is going to win the Rumble. I think that's a big moment that he deserves. 
I know the word deserves kind of comes with asterisks and rolling of the eyes. It's a moment that would work for him. And then he wins and challenges Lesnar. Now, I could have him win the Rumble as a member of the SmackDown roster and then show up on Raw. But I think it would be better if he is drafted tonight and spends the next few months on the Raw roster. Make sense? Good. So this episode here will be starting to figure out uh, how we get to the match I want. I want KO versus Brock. I want Roman versus Big E. So I have a lot to do. I have to get Brock onto Raw because currently he showed up on SmackDown or he showed up with Roman Reigns, who's the SmackDown champion. Now, he is listed, according to Wikipedia, on the Raw roster. And the nice thing about playing with a piece such as Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar can do whatever the heck he wants. Um, so there's a lot of moving parts here. I'm also, here was a, it's not a guideline. I'm not going to book any show in Saudi Arabia because I don't feel like they are canon. Uh, however, um, sorry, writing down Survivor Series. All right, let me start over. Um, I have to consider the Survivor Series is a champion versus champion match. Is Brock Lesnar going to be the champion at Survivor Series? No. So Bobby Lashley has to play a part in this, too. He's not going to be part of either of the title matches. Apologies to those of you who are fans of Bobby Lashley. I'm more of a fan of his now than I was before, but I don't want him as part of this. He'll have to find something else to do. Um, but... I have to consider him here because Roman's going to be part of that at Survivor Series. So Survivor Series is Lashley versus Roman. So I have to put that piece in place. So this is kind of where you go. I don't know that you can do this chronologically. You have to sort of put the, the, the tent poles in place. The rumble happens. Kevin Owens wins. The SmackDown after the Rumble. Big E comes out and calls his shot. He's not going to do a run, uh, one of those cash-ins. I considered having him win the Rumble, and then he'd be a Rumble winner and a briefcase holder, so he could potentially wrestle twice. He could lose to Roman at WrestleMania, then cash in his briefcase, they wrestle again, and he wins. I'm not doing that angle. The SmackDown after the Rumble, Big E comes out and says, I was the last person in. You know, I was the last person eliminated, rather. Uh, I have this briefcase still. And he points to the WrestleMania sign because that's what you do. He's going to WrestleMania. And he's going to use that briefcase and cash in at WrestleMania. Um, so here are the, sort of the tent poles. How do I get the title onto Brock Lesnar? Well, that's very easy, I think. At the Royal Rumble, you get Lashley versus Lesnar 
for the title. Not only is that a dream match that a lot of people want to see, they may have even thought that was WrestleMania worthy. It certainly is WrestleMania worthy, but that is not how I'm going to do my WrestleMania. Um, But at the Royal Rumble, one of the biggest shows of the year, Bobby Lashley wrestles Brock Lesnar for the title, and Brock wins. So now you have Brock as champion, and on that same night, Kevin Owens wins the Rumble, and then the day after that, you get their first face-off. So that sets that bar in motion. So I have the kind of elements here of how to get where I want to go. I know how the cashing-ins or things are going to happen. Um, again, I'm eventually going to want to fill in all these pay-per-views, but I think some of that's going to happen uh, easier. Let me jump back over to Big E and Roman. I probably could have organized my thoughts a little more, but again, I like this Montanini because here's where I'm going with this. Chamber match. Just coming up with this now. I knew I wanted the pieces of this, but not the whole thing because I forgot there was a chamber. Usually in an elimination chamber match, we get six men vying for a contract at WrestleMania, vying for a title. We're going to do a different sort of chamber match here. Bloodline, Roman and the Usos versus New Day. Now that sets another problem into motion. I need to get Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston onto SmackDown for that. Now, granted, maybe I don't because technically um, pay-per-views are, they're not brand exclusive pay-per-views. So these pay-per-views are both shows. So you could feasibly blur the lines of the, the uh, draft and the brand split, which they often do. And you could have the New Day show up while still being part of the Raw roster. Or I could move them to SmackDown. I could have them get drafted to SmackDown. But that would be weird in that they just got drafted to Raw last year. And I actually, as much as I love the New Day together, and I do, you know that I do, I actually think it's better that they stay separate until we get closer to um, the title match. Because you could have something in which Big E comes out, calls a shot after the Rumble, whether it's that night or a couple of other nights, you get something where maybe he's got to go up against Jey Uso on a SmackDown. The bloodline comes out, the beat him down. He's by himself. He shows up the next week, and now he's brought his friends. In fact, that's probably what you do. So again, I'm not booking all of the SmackDowns. But that's a perfect storyline there. You have him, you could do it multiple weeks. You have him wrestle one Uso. Then you have him wrestle the you have him wrestle Jimmy. He beats Jimmy. Then you have him wrestle Jay. It's harder, but he beats Jay. Then you have to he has to face the both of them in a handicap match or at any point along the line. Roman comes out. There's a three on one beatdown. The following week, New Day shows up. You have your chamber match. Bloodline versus New Day 
in a chamber. They're all in their own pods. Two of them start. Then you, it's almost kind of like war games. You get somebody else from the bloodline because the heels always get the advantage. Then somebody from the New Day, and it goes back and forth. Now, if Fastlane happens, there's, a, there's an element here. At some point along the line, the bloodline has to beat down Kofi and Xavier with Big E unable to stop them. Now, how that happens, I don't know at this moment. But what you need to have here is you need to have Biggie's friends, his brothers, beaten and bruised and bloodied by Roman and the Usos so that Big E, lovable, hilarious, funny Big E, who we all adore, loses that for those last few weeks and becomes angry, serious, out for vengeance Biggie, who is a much better type of person to go into WrestleMania to face um, Roman Reigns. It's been a long day, folks. So you need that. So maybe that's a fast lane. Maybe at fast lane you get the Usos in the New Day in some sort of street fight. Maybe the Usos are still tag team champions by then. Maybe the tag team titles have changed hands. We'll see. That's a, that's a story for later. Um, and then perhaps, again, how you choose to do it is different. We've seen angles in the past in which um, people have been locked into rooms, you know. Biggie's in the locker room. He's watching the New Day and the Usos go at it. You know, Sonya Deville or Adam Pierce have asked Biggie and Roman to stay out of the ring, stay away from ringside, or the Usos and the New Day have said it. They're going to handle business on their own. Biggie's in his locker room. The attack starts. He goes to leave, and they've blocked the door, or they've locked him in. They put a, you know, they've barricaded the door somehow. So he can't get to them, and they are bloodied and bruised. Similarly to what we saw with Karrion Cross and William Regal, he left William Regal lying on the floor, lying on the ground. Samoa Joe comes out. Obviously, he's upset. So that's a similar beat I want there. And again, that leads to a serious biggie who is able to overcome Roman Reigns' Herculean reign. Because obviously, I want Biggie to win here. Um, so that piece is in place. Owens wins the Rumble. Les Lesnar wins the title at the Rumble. Now we get their face off. I have to solve that problem. What is, what are Owens and Lesnar going to do now? Luckily for us, Lesnar is a temporary. That's not the right word. Interant. He doesn't show up all the time. He doesn't show up all the time. So Owens is going to do a lot of this either with Heyman, 
if Heyman's part of it, but he might not be. Or Owens is going to do it essentially by himself. Um, now, the fact that we're getting babyface Brock could eventually lead us to Lashley versus Lesnar um, in that sense. You could have Owens be the heel winning the Rumble and challenging Lesnar. That would be a little weird. I think Owens has to win it as a babyface. But so now we have those pieces in place. So Owens is drafted to Raw. Biggie's still on SmackDown. The New Day's still there. New Day doesn't come over till after the Rumble. At first, I was thinking to myself, okay, I'm going to get all of these guys set up with matches so that we know where we're going. But I don't actually know if that makes sense. I do know I want Kevin Owens to be on every pay-per-view. If we're going to build him up, you know, he did commentary on SmackDown. Uh, He was wearing a red shirt, whether that's a signal that he's going to Raw in one of those weird WWE mind games things or not. I don't know. But I want him to be part of every pay-per-view, whether it's smaller matches, then building up to bigger things, bigger things, bigger things. Now he wins the Rumble. Now he's got to do all of that stuff. Um, I want Big E to be part of every pay-per-view. No more pre-show. If these are the guys, if Brock Lesnar and Kevin Owens and Big E and Roman Reigns are going to be headlining WrestleMania, I want them to be featured players in my WWE, and I want the fans to have every opportunity to buy in. I don't think they're going to get tired of these four people. Um, However... I don't know if it makes sense for me to book all of their matches because the opponents that they face probably will be part of other stories that we get to. What I do know is that first Survivor Series... Kevin Owens is going to either be the captain of the Raw team or he's going to be on the Raw team and Big E is going to be on the SmackDown team. I could come up with a story in which Kevin Owens wins the U.S. title, but I don't think I need that. I think Kevin Owens and Big E are on opposite teams when we get Team Raw versus Team SmackDown in that elimination type match. Um, that makes sense. So I know they're there. So I have them booked for Survivor Series. I have all the players, because Brock Lesnar doesn't need to be at Survivor Series. I have all the players. I've got Roman there. Lashley's part of it. I've got KO and Big E. I've got all of them. Um, well, no, that's not true. I don't have a match for Roman at the Royal Rumble. But again... Lesnar, in my head, whatever feud he's got going on with Brock Lesnar is over by then. I could be wrong about that because Lesnar's only booked to work eight matches, um, I believe. (laughs) That's what the rumor is. That's what his contract is, eight matches for the next two years. Uh, So... You know, does he, I think we all know he's wrestling 
Roman at Crown Jewel. I'm not choosing to care about the Saudi Arabia shows. So what do we have here in the fall? We have Extreme Rules. I could see them going at it at Extreme Rules. Uh, then we have... They did Hell in a Cell already, which throws me off because that's usually an October pay-per-view. We do have Clash of Champions. Survivor Series doesn't need to be at. So I would do... Yeah, I think I would do Clash of Champions. So... Clash of Champions. I've got this all in a notebook. Roman versus Lesnar. And I'm, yes, they would do it at Crown Jewel, and then they would fight again at Clash of Champions. Roman wins. I think we all know that's probably going to happen. Let me address an elephant in the room I haven't mentioned yet. A lot of people would love to watch Roman Reigns wrestle The Rock at WrestleMania. And there's a great argument to be made at that being the story. Uh, John Cena, the part-timer, coming back. He beats him. Brock Lesnar, part-timer, coming back. He beats him. There is, a, there is a logic to having The Rock show up and wrestle him at WrestleMania. It would be the biggest match ever. I get that. I don't want to write that. I don't want to book that. I will be happy if it happens, but I don't want to be, I don't want to have to do it. I want it to be a big E. So, Roman versus Lesnar takes place at the Clash. Roman wins. They fight there. Lesnar goes away. He's wrestled his two matches. He wrestled at Survivor Series. He wrestled at, or not Survivor Series, Crown Jewel. He wrestled at Clash of Champions. He goes away. You don't need to see him again until the Rumble where he's wrestling Lashley. And by then, Maybe he shows up as babyface Lashley or babyface Lesnar to take on Lashley. And at some point there, he becomes a heel. You can do any number of things. So I have Roman taken care of there. We've got Survivor Series. We've got the Rumble. We've got some parts of Elimination Chamber taken care of. And we've got our two big matches. And again, we will fill in here because, you know, who could Kevin Owens wrestle? Kevin Owens could be wrestling Lashley for the title. There's nothing wrong with that. He can't win. That's the only caveat there is he can't win. So the question in my head as a booker is, do I want to have another situation in which Kevin Owens wrestles for a big title and then loses only in a few months to have him win the Rumble. You know, I think you keep him out of it. Honestly, you keep him out of the title picture. And he doesn't get back into it until he wins the Rumble. He was wrestling for the title back in January against Roman Reigns. You have it go about a year. Get people really, you know, people were complaining just the other day that it's been five years since he was Universal Champion. I don't think it is the best for his character and what the story I want to tell for him to wrestle Ashley. So he's got to wrestle other people. He's got to wrestle Sheamus, if Sheamus is still part of Raw. He's got to wrestle, you know, he could wrestle Damian Priest for the U.S. title. He could win the U.S. title. Like, there would be something to that. That would give us something to do, is he could win the U.S. title and battle whoever the Intercontinental Champion is. It's not going to be Big E. Big E's got the briefcase. He doesn't need anything else. 
but you could have Owens. I could have him win the Intercontinental title and then battle somebody else. The obvious answer would be have Sami Zayn be Intercontinental champion, but that seems a bit much. So there's lots of options here on what we can do. We're already at 36 minutes. I don't think I need to go into any more detail. I have my first two matches that I want, and I have the elements in place, the major beats to get there. I can fill in the minor beats as we go and as it makes sense. So we're going to end this episode here. In our next episode, we'll move over to the women's division. I have the two big women's matches that I want to see at WrestleMania. And we will do the exact same thing that we did here. How do I get from where we are now or whenever I record this next to where I want to go? And I'll just give you a hint. It involves two of the four horsewomen, and that's it. You can guess which two if you want. You can figure that part out. This was fun. It's it's a little confusing for me because I'm not sure how exactly I'm going to get all the way to where I want to go. But I think I've got pieces in place for it, and I'm looking forward to doing some more with you in our next episode. My name is DC Matthews at the DC Matthews, and I will see you the next time we celebrate the joy of booking.